okay, you okay, you okay, UK. You okay, you okay, you okay, UK. Hello and welcome to episode four of You Okay UK with my main man Ollie Silverton. Hello, Ollie. Hello, William. How are you? I'm really well, thank you. We've spent a lot of time with each other in the last week, haven't we? We have, well, just yesterday. Yeah, but that's a lot for us. <laughs> that is a lot for us. Um, we have, and we're going to talk about where we were yesterday. We will. Because that's we'll, big on Australian culture. Exactly. And we will also talk about um, all the things that we usually do. And we'll make sure to give a lot of uh, preamble to those things. We've had a lot of feedback, uh, a lot of context needed to those new listeners. But where are those listeners based, Ollie? <laughs> yeah, good point. Yeah. So apparently not, um, you know, not everyone listens to every episode, which is wrong and rude. Um, but essentially, you know, just reintroducing ourselves in the podcast is just about, well, initially Australian English life, but it's turned into anything we want, really. Yeah. And you've, you've gone, sorry, you've gone off tripod, you're holding, like it's a yeah, 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 trivia like night. Um, and just to answer that question quickly, the new listeners we've had this week are Guernsey and yes, Malta. Big ups, Guernsey. Uh, do Maltese speak Maltese? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, famously centre forward Michael Mifsud from Coventry, one of the most famous footballers out of Malta. Most famous Malton. Yeah. And Guernsey? And where Maltesers were made. <laughs> Not true. Some of some, this will be lies. Um, and Guernsey, uh, it's a shit jersey, allegedly. No, Guernsey actually is where Ben is from. And Ben was my friend from my two weeks in Darwin quarantine when I landed. Ah, oh, you've told me this story. And yep. I think, have we said it on the podcast? No, before? we haven't. And Lit Brit Lit would be Brit. Tom. <laughs> save that. We'll save, save it. it. Save because it. I'm not prepped and there's a lot going on there. Guernsey, any relation to what AFL jerseys are called? Guernseys? Which is weird. No, but they're called Guernseys. But in England, they're called jerseys and they're yeah. both at different islands. Yes. And I've always thought that. Yeah, I've wondered why that would is. And AFL is the only place that I can think of that ever used the word Guernsey. Yeah, because I'd call it a wife beater, but that's a vest. It's a that's whole a thing. Gilet. And let's not get into oh, fictionary because no, that's coming up later on. It is coming on. Um, okay. Coming up. Yeah, and, and up. Coming on. <laughs> coming, coming on too. Um, the first, first thing, we're going to open with up north or down south. I love that. Up north versus down south. This is just came to me yesterday in the office because of um, abuse and a full-blown argument in the office. This really, <laughs> at 9.02, this was big. So, um, 9.02 a.m. 9.02 a.m. Uh, a picture comes on from a famous, um, well, he works at Max Rushton, a very famous English presenter who works at Stan, does the Champions League coverage, and he said, put a picture up, how sad is this? And it was a picture of a sausage he left on a tray in the oven overnight. <laughs> and his comments, and me being English, I like, play on, like, it's sad, but was just so much of it. No Aussie has ever seen a sausage cooked in an oven. Oh, wow. It was barbecue or nothing, maximum frying pan, and it led to an almighty... So the up north, down south is, is basically sausages. The way sausages way, are cooked. And I wouldn't to throw bacon into that, but yeah. it, it blew my mind. So um, it's so much better for me in an oven. It's all I've known, a bit of foil Baked down. sausage. Yeah, like... Yeah. So I've actually, my, my, I grew up with a mother, English mother, and she always baked grew, her sausages. I grew up with a mother. <laughs> so yeah, okay. English she, mother. Baked sausages. So I actually know this to be the way that I thought it was when I was, mm. a barbecue, I'll put it this way, barbecue's been new to me as I grew up. Yeah, okay. But um, my friends of the of Australia would ne and New Zealand would never think about baking a sausage. Yeah. And then, and that was it yesterday night, but like, it's so much admin, like, and then doing the barbecue, getting up, lighting yeah. it. I, I think it just tastes chuck it worse. in the dish just... and put it in the oven. And, and done. And, and, and it keeps the fat in there. 
That was another thing. Don't prick them. That's don't a myth. Them. That's yeah. a myth. Um, and, then, and I was like, well, at 10 a.m., you're just going to do it. Like, oh, no, we don't have morning sausages. I'm like, when are you having your sausages? Just Are they only like weekends? No, sausages here. And this is probably where a different bit. I wouldn't have a sausage in the morning. Really? Yeah. You, I'd have a sausage oh. in the afternoon, um, probably like three o'clock. Burnt to shit. Absolutely burnt it to It tastes so bad. Yeah. Lovely. And sausages here in general, way were like a myth pork sausages. Now again, That's... we agree. This so is we, we good. So did, we did disagree for a sec, but now we're going back to the agreement. Okay. Big. So the And the, bacon. But yeah, but just better. It's just from the butcher, thick. Okay. Yeah. Let's call this breakfast meats. Up north, down south, <laughs> breakfast, breakfast meats. meats. Brackets, how to cook them. Salmon. Is that a meat? I don't eat fish. I'm out. <sighs> okay. Well, I would... <laughs> You know where I stand. Yeah. <laughs> Thank out. you, Barbara. Yeah. Um, I would suggest that salmon could be, for the purposes of this, be uh, meat yeah. because of the introduction into the avocado lifestyle. Right. But okay. I certainly, and I would have, and I would have salmon in the morning for lunch and at the end of the day. But I would not have a sausage, a big breakfast sausage. If you're getting a full Hash English, brown, yes. Okay, so full English, obviously that's because sausage is key. That's my number one probably in there. Beans. I would sub in a salmon. Would you, uh, but I wouldn't have so salmon would that be a full Aussie? Would that be a full Aussie? Oh, wow, a full Antipodean. Yeah, I can't imagine that I would have beans and salmon. That's oh that god, is no. a lo- that's lunacy. There's so much um the viscosity, like slipperiness, isn't there? There's a lot going on there. Imagine <laughs> that. Can I have a what are you having there? Just a salmon and bean sandwich. Well, and then the, but the hashies, obviously, it no goes without saying. Mushies, mushy mushrooms. No, not for me, but okay. oh, really? I think they're mushy peas is like where, no. Yeah, no. Um, no. And then uh, hello me. Um, yeah, hello you as well. Um, no, I, that joke. Um, <laughs> would I, hello me special occasions for me. I've been known more to have a bit of um, bit of cheddar or feta thrown in with the beans. Yeah, no, well, we're saying cheese. We're saying cheeses, right? Yeah, we'll have a cheese. cheeses, not tasty cheese. Not not bigger. But coming back to the issue du jour of the meats, yeah. I would say that uh, bacon is a, between both countries a staple, but in the UK, sausage is more so over here, salmon more so. Bacon okay. is the... Is yeah, because the, the... B&E roll's massive here, huge part yeah, of yeah, it. Yeah. Every surf club, but they do often have the sausage and, and the Bunnings... But sausage. that is, you're cl- you're going into um, late morning territory. There. Okay, you're not going. That's you that's know. a that's a lunch based food. Okay, well I'm just all I want to say really more than obviously up north wins this. I just want Australians to try put sausages in ovens. I know I'm with you. Yeah, because ugh, it's so much better and get making sure they're pork anyway. That's fine. <laughs> Um, <laughs> actually, in giving shout outs, we might get a sponsor. I had a pork sausage. This is where I get on Saturday. Right. Um, the grounds in the city. Yeah. Oh, okay. Unbelievable. And Alexander is the nice one. Yeah. Dad flew in, wanted a pork sausage. And I went, I've got <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely, day one. Gets his first time yep. to Australia in two years. Yep. Can't wait to get in. Let's go and have some English food. Pork sausage at the grounds. And we were both <laughs> we were both enamoured by it. So, if, if English, if you're listening and want a pork sausage at the grounds, breakfast burger, unbelievable. And another topic for another time, sponsorship. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a celebrity. Get me out of here. Now, Ollie, as you know, I'm huge into the celebrity news. So I know this because you've written it in front of me. <laughs> as ever. Very well prepared. I, I, I will start with the Matt Hancock news. And now, tell me, what did he do on I'm a Celeb? Nothing. He's been named on it this season. So he's now been suspended from his role in government and parliament wow. for going on it. And the memes that have been flying around, are, as you can imagine, like, I don't watch it 
ever I was being discovered around TV, but there are Bush Tucker trials and people were voted to do awful things. They really are yeah, vile. Yeah, yeah. It's like he's kangaroo gonna be voted... testicles and stuff. Oh, yeah, way with a hand yeah, yeah. in every spider in your mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to be voted every... It's going to be... I'm going to watch it, I think, because it's going to be every single person just like... I'm a Hancock, obviously. And keeping but it in isn't this the best thing to happen to new, uh, to English politics ever? Ever? Yeah, it, ever. It, Incredible. Yeah. Um. So just very, and and the fact that should be news, but because it's I'm a celeb, it goes into celebrity news. And honestly, just type in who else memes. is on the? Sh- Do you know who else is on the? Um, season? I think I read Jill Scott, who is a lioness. Um, okay. Which and they obviously won the Euros, and she's yeah. proper hard at Northern, so she's going to kill him. Yeah. Um, uh, and there are a few. Yeah, it's always funny. They're having a little look here. Um, so you got. He's called have his whip suspended. I thought a whip was a gangster way of saying car. Yeah. Or I feel like. Yeah, I just thought a whip was a, a professional term for catching up with your colleagues. A whip. Oh, work in progress. Yeah. Okay. This with an H. Yeah. Um, and I think. Are they, I think they're coming back to Australia as well for the first time. Ah. I'm like, we could get him on. Can you imagine our first guest? Mike Tyndall, Olivia Atwood. Mike Tyndall? Yeah. That's weird. Of, of, of um, uh, rugby fame, broken Royal, nose fame. And Royal, and Royal Zara yeah. Phillips fame. Hmm. Um, he's following the likes of Lembit Obik, Nadine Dorries and Stanley Johnson. Stan Lou. Stan um, who have all been on. We've got, yeah, Jill Scott there and Chris Moyles. Ah, yeah. Sean Walsh. Oh, he's, he, well, last time he went on um, Took a Celebrity News uh, show, he got done snogging, um, had an affair with the dancer from Strictly. Wow. And break up and everything. And, so, and, and also, that's just a, a English dream, isn't it? To have two celebrity uh, shows cross-mogenating. Yeah, 100%. And, oh, my highest paid is Boy George got half a mil. Half a million pounds. That's wow. That's twenty million Aussie dollars. Does I'm a celeb show over here? Do you guys have? Yeah, it on? must yeah? must be. That's a that's a lot of money. Um, so there you go. And that news came out yesterday. Yeah, which was Halloween. And the other piece of news that came out yesterday was highly Heidi Klum. Obviously, has just finished with Toy Boy Tommy B, but has also come out as uh, as a worm. Yes, she has. Heidi Klum, you obviously know this, but I'll just remind you, is known as the greatest um, Halloween dress-upper in the world. Right. So if you have a look at my screen here, you'll see her 25 best ever outfits. Yesterday was the worm, and it is quite something. Yeah, yeah. She doesn't mess about, and this is Will's live reaction. Year before zombie, toilet paper mummies in 20, flesh-eating alien. the, The effort she goes into, I mean... Shrek. Whoa, that's incredible. <laughs> she went as herself and got everyone to dress up as her as well. Jessica, I mean... Wow, that's incredible. For anyone who has... <laughs> wow, the old lady. This will be on their gram, obviously. Yeah, for anyone that hasn't seen this, go to our gram, which is UOK, UK underscore. <laughs> of course it is. U is Y-O-U, and then OK without the A-Y. UOK, UK. I'm saying that for myself. Um, and check out what I'm looking at now, because this is incredible. Yeah, she's, she's the best. And... Funny, I like... She's that Lady Godiva. Yeah. I'm gonna go, go, go. There's no stop. Um, so they, they're the best celebrity, but I think a worm might be her best. I'm so loving it. I think it's really great when you're super attractive and you go really ugly. Yeah. And kudos to her in what's been a, a bit of a up and down last few months for Heidi. Wait, what? Do you know celebrity news? Who's Tommy B? Oh, I'm getting confused. Heidi Klum and Tom Brady's... <laughs> no! <laughs> 
Giselle Bundchen. <laughs> when you said Tommy different B, I was woman. like, no. Different Heidi woman. Klum was famously married to Seal many years Seal. ago. Seal. Many years ago. Seal and Tom Brady. <laughs> Obvious mistake. <laughs> Fictionary. Oliver. William. Time for one of our favourites. Mm. Fictionary. For the new listeners, uh, welcome from Guernsey, welcome from Nigeria, welcome from Switzerland. And Malta. And, Mal- <laughs> and our Maltese Terrier. Today, Fictionary comes to you live from the bedroom recording studio, as it always does each and every week. And Fictionary is where... One of us tells the other um, what a famous word or a word in lexicon from that part of the world is. And they have to uh, either describe the word or maybe say the word and see if the other person can figure it out. Um, we've had some bangers in the past. Dogging comes to mind. Spoof. Spoof comes to mind. They've all been very clean. Lovely <laughs> stuff. Wholesome. This, this one, I'm going a little bit different. It's a bit more um, family rated. I was wondering if you'd ever heard of the word skivvy. Yeah. So skivvy, I think in England there's skivvies. And that is when you wear like at school or work your home clothes. Interesting. Or yeah, you like skip something like take skivvy like um, a day off like yeah I think skivvy closer skivvy I think wearing your home clothes not too far it's definitely clothes but a skivvy here and in New Zealand is a turtleneck. What? Yeah. (laughs) If you wear a skivvy, it's a turtleneck like Steve Jobs. Yeah, <laughs> R.I.P. Um, yeah. Thanks for so the Apple equipment. So skivvy here is, if you went and got a mustard skivvy, you'd be getting a mustard turtleneck or whatever. So if you wow. get that in the UK, you guys call it a turtleneck, right? Yeah, yeah. skivvy. Yeah, if you wear... I've now so thrown it's, myself And it's skivvies. not plural. It's not skivvies, I-E-S. It's how, S-K-I-V-V-Y. Skivvy, really? Yeah. No, you've just confused me. We call it civvies. Is your oh, home clothes, which is civilians. civilians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've got it completely wrong. Yeah, there we go, so Polonek. Sk- yeah, Polonek. And never um, heard that in my life. Yeah, that's right. It's sort of under the same um, singlet gilet debacle uh, banner. Yeah, but this one's a little bit more. I was going to go gilet, but I was like, well, is this a podcast for idiots or is this a podcast for people that want to learn stuff? Yeah, well. And so I went with the skivvies angle. Are they mutually exclusive? Those two. <laughs> but I can't believe I, I've heard something and I've changed it to civvies, which is the word I meant to say. Because skivvy, that's I thought like was skiving, which is Klum and um, not Pot- Butchard, right? Yeah, just I, just I like heard that. Giselle and I went with Heidi. Um, there you go. No, I had, I had no idea. That's good. Mm, thanks. Wow. That's the first time I think this podcast we really had no idea. Yeah. The others we've had an inkling. Yeah. And um, also the others we sort of like playing to the crowd of trying to do something a bit edgy. And I thought, you know what? This week, I'm just going to go straight. Let's not make it fun or funny. Let's just learn. <laughs> And thank God for that. Stephen Fry, eat your heart out. It's going to be 20 minutes of hard-hitting journalism <laughs> and you bloody enjoy it, everyone. Well, there you go. So, okay, so in a the shop, they would know if you asked for that. The yeah. label would say that, not Polonex. Correct. I think I'd also don't know Polonex don't suit me. Depending on where you were, if you're in a, um, a Zara or a, a, a worldwide shop, yeah. they probably would use yeah. the branding. Ugh. Ugh. But if you're at a local shop, like a boutique down the road, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah, right, or uh, Vinnie's. A Vinny. Yeah. yeah. Boutique down the road. <laughs> it is in this area. Yeah. Um, Beautiful. Okay. But yeah. Well, that's good. Thanks for, thanks for teaching me. It's because I'd never wear them. I yeah, know Would that. you ever wear... Uh, they, they do not suit. Yeah, me. they don't suit me either. They're usually for people on the slighter side, which I'm proud to say we both are not. Yeah. Um, and tend A couple to of um, Victoria's Secret models here. 
You're welcome. <laughs> we like sports and we don't care who knows. Beautiful. Talking about big boys and rolling straight into sport. Couple <laughs> 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 of big boys and girls. Yes, and uh, big boys and girls. And this week for sport, we have. Why actually? Why big girls there? Um, you said big boys and girls, and there's yeah. no girls. Yeah. Um, some female horse, jockeys and horses. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. yeah, just, yeah. just. Um, <laughs> the, pushing on. Yeah. The first piece of uh, sport news this week, Ol, and I'll get you to do the big of an update here. Is the T Twenty World Cup, and uh, I heard that uh, friends of the podcast went up and saw a game live last night. They did up in the Gabba. And who was um, that? They uh, that was Dad um, and uh, <laughs> Ginger, a, a Crowder. Um, the brother-in-law, just to see England play. Has a pork sausage. Um, uh, England, and they got. We'll run through because it's not the most exciting um, cricket always, but this has been good, and they got a crucial win, um, which means they need another one. Um, another one against England. England, sorry, and, and against sorry, Sri Lanka. England and Wales, because this is the English and Welsh cricket board, right? Yeah. That don't include Scotland, but that's not the UK. Correct. That even more confusing. Yeah. Scotland are. Also tried to qualify, didn't get through. Ireland didn't. Ireland beat England. Huge Massive. Um, so what does that mean for that group? With so Australia what that means Zealand is and... England play Sri Lanka. They'll likely win. Mm-hmm. Um, you said that against Ireland, though. Yeah, you did. Bloody rain. Um, and then New Zealand have someone I can't quite remember. Again, quite an easy game on paper. I think it's Ireland. If they both win by one run, Australia have to beat Afghanistan in their last game by about 50 runs. Wow. So for the net run rate, which is the key word everyone's talking about, yeah. to usurp and then, uh, them all and go. You, and you surfed. Mm. Someone's called a dictionary online. Yeah. Yeah. So where did... Uh, so net run Glad rate basically dictionary. means just... To, <laughs> net run rate basically means the amount that you beat the other teams. Essentially. By, right? Or yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. How many overs it takes or how many runs by. So yeah. that's what's happening there. That hasn't gone to plan for England, but what has is the rugby League World Cup, basically at Manchester. Yeah, they are just smashing people. They're looking good. Yeah, we're group stages are over. Yeah, and it hasn't been fun or competitive. There have been ninety points scored on numerous occasions. Yeah, the Cook Islands. How many people were? We haven't got a listener, so there can't are be many people us, there. Are you telling me we don't have a Cook Island listener? Well, they're, we, they're all in the UK. Yeah, right. So they should be listening. We can be, they could be learning. Yeah, they should be. Um, I'm, I'm firstly, I'm absolutely dumbfounded that we have a listener in Malta and not one in, in the Cook Islands, but, um, the, now that we get to the semi-final, or the, the semi-final stages, who have we got left? We've got New Zealand, the usuals, we've got yeah. New Zealand, Australia, England, and then Tonga, I believe. And Samoa. I think, well, that'd be the fifth. So I think, I think it does go quarters first. Okay. Um, I think the Samoa and Tonga game is either oh, tomorrow that's morning. That's a tasty that's a little... That's a really tasty little game. It's on at something like one thirty in the morning. Yeah, and, bang on one thirty. And that is something I just wanted to say that probably... Have you felt here that there's not a lot of groundswell for it? Not, not as much as you would have thought there yeah, would be? Literally yeah, literally none. Apart from the hatred for the numbering system of the Australian team. The so rug, rugby league has always been 1 to 13. Yes. They've done it in order of just... Basically importance. So no one knows any position that players are working. Oh, like Daily Cherry right. Evans is in nine. Tedesco's in seven. Yeah, It's just right. been done. Not alphabetical, not... It's just sort of just, who Mal thinks is his favourite player. I think that's essentially what number. it is. Bizarre. Um, so, yeah, that's why. So the quarterfinals, as you say there, Tonga Samoa meet. Australia have Lebanon, obviously. Huge game. Uh, England, Papua New Guinea. Big game. Yeah, they've got Justin Olam, who's quite literally a brick of a man. Um, Fiji, <laughs> New Zealand. Brick. 
Fiji, New Zealand, probably the best of those. Oh, sorry, Tonga against Samoa will be the best oh, of those games. Yeah, unbelievable. Uh, Next Monday. Great. Get it on. And the last bit we have um, from, sorry for a little pause, that was weird, um, from a sport, is the biggest sport of them all, is chess. Chess? Oh, that isn't even last. We've got two no, bits. we'll finish off with the, we'll go to chess we'll go and to then chess. we'll finish off Because it's only a quick one. You've probably all seen it. Hans Nielman is suing Hans-er. Magnus Carlsen. Show us ya. Because um, <laughs> he's getting a bit handsy, uh, yeah. nickname, um, for a hundred million mm. in libel damages <laughs> because he's accused him of cheating... How did he cheat? By using vibrating anal beads to de- make determine his moves in the World Championships. His moves? Can you fathom it? And he said, I'm so confident I've not been doing it. I'll, we'll rematch. You did say moods. Yeah. Or moves. 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 Chess moves. Because I like the idea of his oh, just mooing. Mooing. Or moods. God. Oh, yeah. And just like... He's, I can't even think like you. Know, what does they say? Bishop to F four. Yeah, I don't know, yeah, no, those that's lines. Right. That's um, right. Thanks, mate. And um, he said, I'll, "I will do a rematch, and I'm so confident. I'll only do it if you do it in the nude with me." <laughs> What's going on, chess <laughs> I'm world? I'm so confident that I, I'm confident that I won't have anal beads in me again, vibrating for vibrating, moves. Vibrating that are and just quickly. Surely, if you are a world chess champion, having anal beads vibrating would be a slight. Turn off's the wrong word, but it would be a slight hindrance on your performance. I think the erection might be turn off, yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> off the game. Um, yeah, I know. I didn't really, and I read four articles on this how it helps. Apparently, just signalled his moves like it was a reminder, but very odd. And I don't remember that scene in the Queen's Gambit at all, <laughs> like in any way. <laughs> We've got more ratings. Uh, and the reason that we saw each other yesterday, Ollie, was because the Melbourne Cup was on yesterday. We, You and I um, met each other at the track and um, proceeded to put way too much money on almost every horse in the race. Um, we did have a good day. Sun was out. You're red today, I can see. Yeah. Um, forehead is as blisteringly red as I'd love it to be and have seen it before. But um, the big news was that you and I share a punt group together, which yep. is where Ollie and I just sort of put in 10 bucks a week. Um, if my mum's listening, it's definitely less than that. Um, and uh, we um, we get to share the bet. And so you put your bit of money on and I put my bit of money on in the group. And we sort of watch the race forgetting that one of us had put that money on. and then You I'm, had put it on, stop being modest. Yeah, you, it was me. What he's saying is we basically put $20 on Gold Trip and it got up. And it got up. Woo! And then when you look at... But we didn't share it at home because we both sort no. of forgot. And then when I got into the account and I saw whatever it was, 500 bucks, I went, oh, it's called Pigs and Punts, by the way, our group. And, and I go, Pigs and Punts? Pigs and Punts! Look at Pigs and Punts! And you went in and went, Pigs and Punts! So having been probably... Hundred dollars down, we, yeah, we we came up up. Yeah, we were two hundred and fifty dollars. And thanks to a friend of the show, Thanks. probably David Eustace, big friend of the show, great UK bloke. Yeah, uh, did twenty seventeen Lions where I met him. He's a friend of Crowder. Crowder's getting a few mentions tonight. Too many, too many. Squash him. Um, but yeah, and overall, just a quick t- touch because you love horse racing. I'm enjoying it. Just. It's called the race that stops the nation. Mm. It is mental how yeah, big it is. Yeah, tell me about the what you think equivalent of like yeah. Ascot Cheltenham. But would people do what they do here? God no! <laughs> Everyone yesterday was in a suit on a bus. No one wears a suit. Manly, like you're lucky to wear clothes. <laughs> and like everyone, like functions in pubs. Like it's, it's basically yeah, a national yeah. holiday. Yeah, well, it is in Victoria, Ugh. and it is. And mm. and when I was sort of trying to explain to another mate of mine who was here from the UK, first time here yesterday, he was sort of 
flabbergasted by the yeah. the, the subscription to this whole it, absolutely day. amazing and ask equivalents Cheltenham and the Casco, but, but nothing, like, nothing that. like that like, no. No and one... this is weeks we had Everest about a month ago we saw, <laughs> when I last saw you <laughs> <laughs> no, unbelievable it, it, and I, yeah it's funny because I it's also young and old left and right you know, whatever. Yeah, it really, into everyone's into it. Um, and, and the best part is always the day afterwards, the Daily Mail equivalent sending the best sending pictures. The best pictures yeah. And it's just girls in bins, boys throwing up in shoes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, undies yeah. everywhere. Yeah, girls in um, suit jackets. Oh, it's really good and stuff. And talking of which, how did your day end up yesterday, Om? Um, good, we finished that. And um, Rudimental played in the parade. The Rudimental. Yeah, um, he didn't recognise me, which is weird, because I um, once gave him a golf lesson. On well, my first ever show. The MC, the yep. singer. Yep, really? he rocked up in uh, uh, Wentworth in a Rolls You're Royce. You golf lessons. Yeah, he's part of a shoot with my old job, and yeah. And I found the picture straight away at Wentworth, and there he oh, was. You, you're trying to show him. Yeah, Memories? look at me. But he went, he ignored me, and he went, lady in blue dress, you want to come backstage? He stopped a song. I mean, quite an extraordinary. Whoa. Yeah, imagine the power. They're probably just talking crypto, but um, <laughs> I'm not going to speculate. But it was a lot of fun. We on God trip. Um, yeah. Well, <laughs> hell of a day. Um, so that's... Did you notice everyone in suits on a bus? <laughs> that's your sports news. When I say lit, you say Brit. Lit Brit. Lit Brit. We'll start uh, today's Lit Brit with something from me. Um, I had a few running today, but I've decided to go for a story that I have um, from number one enemy of the show, Lucille, um, who was once at an, an event with me and the event was um, it was a live event and I was working in a company that did audiobooks and we did a live event at Wilderness, which is a festival in the north of England. And one Rose McGowan turned up to this show. Rosie. Um, famous for Charmed, the television show back in the 90s. And then also famous for uh, the starting... What have you Me done with Will? You know celebrities. I only know it from this story. Okay, fine. <laughs> the Me Too movement. Yeah. And... <laughs> yeah. No comment. <laughs> yeah. Pushing on. And she did her bit and I was working a lot at the live event and we sort of went backstage and we had a bit of an area where we were having a few drinks. And Sounds suddenly... like this was the start of the Me Too movement. Had <laughs> <laughs> a few drinks backstage. <laughs> no, sorry, continue. All of the sort of, all of the Audible crew were there, as were all of the sort of celebs that had done the talk during the day. And very English celebs too, like Adam Kay, Dermot O'Leary, um, Beardy Man... Like these sort of like B, B, C, B celebs. But Rose came in and, um, and came out the back and she sort of said, oh, you know, and we're saying thanks so much for coming and we're having a glass of moment. And number one enemy of the show, Lucille, sort of said to me, um, this is the woman that I've like have loved for so long. I love her movement, bloody blah. So I said, why don't we chat? Anyway, introduced her. And then suddenly they went on for an hour and talking, talking, talking. And then after like an hour and a half, I sort of said, oh, where's, where is Lucille and um, Rose McGowan gone? <laughs> and I thought, oh, okay, I'll let them go. Another half an hour goes past. I wonder where Lucille and Rose McGowan have gone. Anyway, turn around. Finally, after two hours, I see them coming back and Lucille's face is white. And by this stage, all of my colleagues and stuff that I work with nine to five every day are sort of going like, what's wrong with Lucille? And why is Rose? What, what's going on? Anyway, R Rose had asked Lucille... If she could go quickly to the toilet, Lucille thinking it'd be a number one. And suddenly, 
in the in the forest. Not of, where I saw this guy. In the forest of Oxfordshire, Lucille. Lucille. Oh, hold on. You said up north, Oxfordshire. Yeah, Oxfordshire. Not very north, but we'll take it. <laughs> um, sees Rose doing a projectile poop in all different directions. <laughs> this is her idol. This is her idol. I can't. Like, I can't talk about poo as we know. So, oh, so I won't talk. I don't want to. But anyway, she goes. Um, uh, Darl, have you got a, any a, can, like spare square? And Lucille's like, I don't have, I don't have toilet TP on me. Like, it's not something I do. She's like, get a leaf or something. And so Lucille's there, like picking up leaves, and then <laughs> giving it to her idol. Like, where's Rose from? Because that accent uh, I California. can pick. Uh, okay, uh, sort of like um, southeast in LA. Okay, that's where that's like Malibu sort of. Trying to find the Brit in the story. Yeah. Well. Well, Lucille, the lit Brit. We were living in Britain. And <laughs> <laughs> I've been to Britain. <laughs> so Lucille's now coming back with like gaunt white face going like, and Rose is going, there's my buddy. There she is. And Lucille's then gone, I need to talk to you quickly. <laughs> and also don't touch me and wash your hands. <laughs> <laughs> but the lit Brit actually goes out to um, the people I were working with at the time who I told that story to very quickly and then were very quick in buying Lucille a bottle of champagne and giving it to her straight away so she's trying to forget her memories. So deserved. As I said, because, I mean, there's a lot Have going you... on there. Yeah, I know. I didn't think that was the way it was going to go. Just projectile poop is never a sentence. But it I was wanted. like no. 180 <laughs> degrees. I've only got a couple of phobias. Feces, what a fecal matter, one of them. Can't do it. I'm I've sweating been, up. Yeah. And, I'm looking and, like you. And still to this day, every time I see Rose, all I can think of is projectile poop. I hope she's one of the US listeners, because there are a few. <laughs> she might be a Maltese. She might be. She might be. Well, uh, okay, that should be a Switzerland listener. Oh, not your best. Not my best. Show me the money. Okay, show me the money. Show me the money. Money. This is where one of us comes up with an idea that we should take to the other person's homeland. Yeah, so I'm actually taking Aussie back to England. Ooh, I like this one. We've done this one before. We have. um, With the... Chicken salt. Chicken salt. And uh, I did it with Messina ice cream. Yeah. That would go off in London. This is... In theory, maybe more boring. It's transporty again. Um, but I only say this because I got defence on this on social media. Um, a, a new to be friend of the show hasn't listened yet. I don't think Avril um, has just moved out last week to Australia. Is she making things complicated by not listening? No. Oh, interesting. Levine, nice. More celeb stuff. Um, I was trying to think of another one. She was just a skater so boy. Just, um, yeah, yeah, fine. Um, actually. Let Go is one of the best albums of all time. Her original one. Really? Yeah, really all time. Anyway, we're getting off track. Um, I was thought it was boring. And then she moved here last week and her first story mm-hmm. was, shit, Sydney trains are amazing. And it was a video of holding, and this is the only thing I would bring, holding the yellow, um, I'm going to call it phalange at the top <laughs> left. <laughs> And what you can do is basically, on City Trains, you can pull them and decide if you want to be a two or a four yeah. seat. That is what I would take to the UK. Interesting. Yeah. So, I may have touched on this in, with, the, with the transport hatred one. Maybe I didn't. Yeah, where I, you can flip them around so you can face backwards or face forwards. Or if yeah. you've got friends, you can do a six and stuff. Unbelievable. Yeah. How that would be, tubes you can't do because you're facing each other. But the yeah. long distance trains, I think that is just... Again, maybe this is the most boring episode with that. And what did you offer something boring earlier? <laughs> <Yeah, it's laughs> Fictionary. <skinnies. laughs> yeah. But 
It's ge- actual genius. Yeah. And it's a real sign of just rudeness, which I like. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's more a rude thing. Yeah. Which I, we have talked about before. Australians are more private than the English are. Do you think so? Yeah, big time. Not sexually, I don't think. <laughs> Sorry. And just in like what? talking like English are definitely more prudish and like wear more clothes and wouldn't be as open. Oh, right. That's what pri- sexually. What, pri- what privacy are you talking <laughs> no, about? No, I mean like with if English people are more likely to sort of say hi to each other or go out for, mm. for a drink with colleagues. We have touched on this. Like, I'm not sure. Uh, Australians are very like private clicky, people. Yeah, they yeah, are clicky. clicky. Like they're not going to, if you saw another Australian on the train, you're not going to strike up a conversation if you had a friend in common. I don't think English would either. Oh, Americans. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But to yes, you. I love the idea of this flipping. And one of the, that was one of the things I noticed when I got in the tube was how the seats were stationary and also it looked like they'd been in use for 400 years. Apart from those weird seats, which you fold up and you miss them and then you fall over because you've had a couple. Yeah. They just mix them I up. Never, I never understood why they're not all uniform. Like the Central Line, the Metropolitan Line, talking tube here. Yeah. Why they're not the same uh, design. You know, then Who knows? I can't tell you. Some seats jut out. Some seats go in. There's six in some, yeah. there are 12 in others. Some of them do have disabled... And then disabled... you've got the weird little bum seat by the window that's open that makes it the loudest, windiest place yeah. on earth. <laughs> that little weird seat. That won't flip between. Yeah. But Sydney trains for flipping between and getting yep. rid of people. Incredible. Can't lie. Make millions. Miss you. K. Today's Miss UK, or this week's Miss UK, comes to us in the form... Of Weatherspoons. Future sponsor. Future sponsor. If one of us can get Weatherspoons on by mid next year, we'll be chuffed. Yeah, because. We'll be, we'll be and they've got money. Uh, I don't know how, because they charge a quid for a pint, <laughs> which is part of the reason. But for the Australians Weathers- and Kiwis, Weatherspoons is a chain of pubs that serve very cheap alcohol. Yeah, and it's even cheap in London, let yeah. alone up north, they give it away. Yeah. But it's not just Weatherspoons I miss, because famously they're not great. Oh, I've just famously. You haven't done it. Yeah. I just famously. Nice. No, yeah. it's well done. Um, um, you are yelling, though. What was I saying? Famously, Fam- cheap. they're not the loveliest pubs. No. Um, fun fact, there's about 400 of them, all yeah. got a different carpet. Did know this. Yeah. Yeah. Always sticky. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the stickiness remains the same. Yeah. The carpet pattern yeah. changes. <laughs> exactly. Um, not be, always the nice. You, you would always see maybe like an old fruit mach- uh, pokey machine yeah. in there and possibly... So you're just going to say an old fruit man. as I like also try yeah, like an old fruit fruity man. character. <laughs> you can get away with most things there. Yeah. What I miss the most about it was on the back of this Bucks party, Stag Do, a couple of weekends, is the Weatherspoons app, okay? Mm. So, um, I was rating the best beers in the world. Mm. Airport beers right up there. Shower beers right up <laughs> Shower there. Shower beers, yes. Holiday, first holiday bit, incredible. Yeah, basically, yeah. It, so, I've, been, I've been on trips with mates that are English, and you're at the airport at 5am, beers? I'm like, no. Yeah, that, <laughs> rule number one. So we were doing that flying to the... And there was a time... So shower beers... Uh, what was the other one? Airport beers and um, first beer of the holiday. First beer of the holiday. Posts um, match beers playing sport. Oh beers. yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good Post beers. skiing beers are good too. Yeah, exactly. There, there's we'll get we'll do a proper beers list um, yeah. shortly. But um, Weatherspoons app. So I was sitting in the airport, and in England, if you get any Weatherspoons, normally the red line in Gatwick, you put on your Instagram. You get there seven to ten hours before your flight, um, <laughs> and you and you put on Instagram your table number, red line yes. Gatwick. And then anyone who's got the Weatherspoons app can send you anything. They pay for it, obviously. Yeah. And we did this for literally four hours and we got cut off, which was annoying. Because we were just getting um, 
the woman was come over, I remember her name Shirley, very vividly like, who's got a pint of milk, beans on toast, and a shot of Jaeger? And like, you have to claim it, because it, but it's just people jumping, looking at your Instagram and just sending you stuff, and then you'd get a message, enjoy. You don't know who sent you what, enjoy. not linked to cards. And it was genuinely like, yeah, here we've got a thimble of Ribena, but then also um, some fish fingers. <laughs> Like you hope it's alcohol, but it's not always. Yeah. And you, the only rule is you have to. Someone in the group has, has to finish to it. it. And I was sitting there in beer deluxe Sydney domestic. Like, well, this is a twenty dollar mojito, and I'm yeah. paying for it. Yeah, exactly. rubbish. And also the the star. It's you're right. It's expensive. The staff are crap, and it's normally sort of off produce and you, yeah, and small tiny stools and yeah, it's crap. Airport beers are crap here. Being able to order, drink, and stitch people up from afar other that. countries. Incredible. How much money would they make? Oh, oh. oh a, a, a great, almost a great app idea. Almost. Oh, it's almost as if... And you'd call it Send It. No, it send it? Another, another story for another day. Oh. Um, but yes, you would make money. I think, I don't, I'm trying to think what chain could get on board with yeah. it. And also people seem very happy well, to celebrate you're going on holiday. So they just spend their own money buying you stuff, which is mental. But, but, but I do it. <laughs> The whole time. Uh, again, it plays into that thing of the chains yeah. that we don't have here um, that makes it hard. But surely there's just a way that you can... Uh, lots of different pubs can and jump chains on it. can jump on you it. You would hope. Like me and you. Yeah. Like, which is one of those things where you scan the QR code and then it brings up the menu in a pub. You could do the same sort of thing, right? Yeah, 100%. And this came really big during... Um, <laughs> The English will always find a loophole, and I may have mentioned it, but in the first COVID, where people would go to pubs yeah. with no flights. Yeah. Incredible. One yeah. band, but then no, there's the only place you could drink. International <laughs> waters. So good. <laughs> Sitting, you're going to get on the flight? God, no. But I've done a 12-hour sesh at the Slug and Lettuce Luton. <laughs> but I'm not going to Tenerife. <laughs> they would buy a fake flight yeah. so they could get into the pub for eight quid and then just sit in the pub. Whole day. <laughs> Chinning. So get any flight? Nope. Nope. <laughs> you've been here, so you've been here for 14 hours yeah and I'm going to be here for another 6 oh. I must admit I do love that that's a great Miss UK well done thanks very much hear ye hear ye it's the news <laughs> that's Will laughing there because he's just read the rundown of the breaking news first bit of news we have we have a confession. Um, we tried to start some breaking news yeah. after the last episode of the podcast. So if you remember, and you might, if you're smart enough, all you'd be able to just clip up thirty seconds from last episode and insert it in here. But <laughs> but he's not. Gonna I'm not going to do it. But basically, we we were talking about those WhatsApp audio forwards, whereby you would um, back in uh, COVID, especially those creative and crazy um, audio, like sort of 60 second audios that people would send around. Um, and also one came to light a few months ago when uh, Ben Stokes allegedly tackled Johnny Bairstow. And Ollie and I flippantly in the last podcast said, wouldn't it be funny after Josh, Josh Inglis broke his hand or whatever it was, got lacerations to his hand, somehow we could try and weave that into the same sort of thing happening between, um, for Australian people, sending it to our English friends. We did so. And I, Ollie and I crafted a script and tried valiantly to send this to all of our English friends because we thought that that would give and us... And some Aussies. Yeah, we thought it would give us a bit of kudos. How did we go, do you think? Firstly, before we talk to reception... How do you think we went on the lie? 
I think was, like, oh, sorry on the content. The content I think was good. It was so the problem was it was your voice. So anyone who's in the podcast knows it's you. That probably was like, we didn't have enough friends to go otherwise. But I think given the responses, I think it was good. So I sent it to a couple of groups. Yeah. You did, yeah. and all the response was the first one. So we basically said David Warner hated losing, and pushed him in a bush. Yeah, that, that was it. That, <laughs> that was the that lie. Was it. That's the racist yeah. answer. Yeah, we sent that on. Yeah, yeah, that was the lie. Was uh, David Warner got so annoyed that he lost golf that he went up to Josh, pushed him, pushed him in a bush, and he got lacerations all over his hand, and then left quietly. And yeah. and now the Australian team hated. And we did some research because it was Josh was winning the court tournament, and Dave wanted to, which is true. There was sure. a scorecard. Yeah. Uh, we set it on first one. Fuck, I hate Warner. Wouldn't be surprised. Next one doesn't surprise me one bit. Warner's a flog. Does anyone like the bloke? <laughs> yeah. Next one, yeah, perhaps he um, was taking things into his own hands because they didn't give him one day captaincy. <laughs> really, really getting like deep really into kidding. the theories. Yeah, and just... and there were English responses, right? Australian. So, really? Australian responses, those three. The English ones that I got were, wouldn't surprise me, Warner's a prat. Prat is I such like a bad prat. insult. Yeah. <laughs> Love um, it. Uh, I got one saying, um, God, I hate Warner. That's so him. Ha ha ha, fucking Christ. That's <laughs> some koshy. <laughs> My only message to him was a forward there, new phone. So um, good. But, so but we that got, didn't make the news, yeah, basically. I, and I did send it to some Australian friends. but And the only person I got over the line was, was with Perse, who said, I pushed it, because I think he thinks everything of what I say is real. So And when you start adding in a few like little things, like I got mates at work at the Royal in oh, yeah. Wales and stuff, he might go like, oh, I can't, oh wow. So anyway, I sent it to him and he went, oh, wow, that's interesting. But Perse And he actually, works in cricket. Yeah, and he <laughs> works in cricket. And I had to like quickly sort of tell him, like, actually, that's, no, no don't forward that. <laughs> that could come back to you. Shame. Okay. So we haven't made the news, but I'll tell you what has made the news. Yes. Christmas. One, I hate, this year? I hate that it's 1st of November is play on. I love Christmas, but 1st of December. Yeah. Mariah is still defrosting. Yeah. Just let her defrost for another Halloween month. Halloween is still going. I was in Queensland last week, and on the 21st of October, I no. saw a Christmas tree in David And you Jones. burn it down. And of course, I, no, I took it, put it over my shoulder and yeah. ran out. Nice. But it has led to some funny news. That yeah. on Tottenham Court Road, they've obviously done the decorations, and this is why they shouldn't do it. And two of the biggest decoration baubles, like six metres by six metres, have fallen down and just rolled straight down Tottenham Court Road. Bikes, <laughs> cars, I'm imagining, everything. that old Sony ad? With the yes. bouncy balls that rolling down the um, street to... Fernandez um, or, Hana- or whatever yeah, yeah, that yeah. song is, yeah. That, yeah, that, that was it. And apparently it's causing havoc. Like, And the comments were like, imagine describing this to your insurance company. Like, it would be absolutely nuts, but the wind's knocked it down giant, and there they are. Giant ball balls cause chaos in Tottenham Court Road. What is are they? They are massive. Again, of course, I'll be on the socials. So good, just absolutely oh, incredible havoc yeah. down the high street, um, and, and so not a quiet street. No, no. The uh, like the idea of the person putting in the claim into the insurance, going, uh, "Sir, how was your Mercedes um, clipped?" You're not going to believe it, Gary. <laughs> Sit down. There aren't many Garys. <laughs> yeah. Tell me about baubles. Not many Garys, but there are 200 Kevins in... <laughs> in, in, in Midlands. Um, so good. So that was the first bit of news. And the second bit is from Australia, and it happened today. Five lions escaped Taronga Zoo this morning. No. You've not, not been across no, this? No, I haven't been across this. Unbelievable. They don't know how. Big investigation underway. Got through the whole main barrier. Didn't get second level of it. But um, they were there. It was a mum and four cubs. 
Yeah. Four apparently returned themselves because they got a bit bored running around. But the fifth one um, had to be tranquilized because it didn't want to go back. It's absolutely fine. But the best part is they do... Um, what's it called? Snooze at the zoo? Snore at the zoo? Wake up at the lions? They told them all to panic and run because people were sleeping there overnight. So you stay the night and you can wake up with all the animals. This morning they couldn't wake they up the lions because the they, they weren't there. And then apparently they were literally like, you need to leave now. Abs- could you imagine? It'd be so scary. So I oh, obviously well, the tweets, check for Pride Rock, obviously, and yeah. everyone giving Madagascar. There's yeah, also a zebra, yeah, a giraffe. Yeah. Um, and, well, I mean, if you're there with kids, you'd be freaking out. You, but yeah, you would. You would, but very funny nonetheless. Like, can we get some more zoo cameras, basically? Um, and my last little bit of news is on still on the um, animal front. This one's for you that I found. Feral Landudno goats get special group to manage them after invading town in COVID. Look, do you that, know this? I town? remember. Yes, North, North Welsh yeah. town that has a. Over uh, an overpopulation of goats. This has been around for years. Yeah, but they've now because during COVID, no one could go and do their usual yes. protocols. They've now got this like uh, crazy inundation inundation of goats mm. throughout the whole town. Whereby and they're, they're back. They're back, but they but because of COVID, that now they can go out and they've got a special task force designed to helping uh, the people of London no. yeah um, to 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 live because there's goats in this is there's vision of two goats in the back of a Sainsbury's car park going at it and the people can't get to their cars and can't get into the supermarket because the goat the two billy goats are going at it do you think one of them got to Worcester Cathedral to do Ness and Dorma with, his, with the other animals that we had Oh, <laughs> your eyes there. You're like, where are you going, Whoa. mate? <laughs> yeah, just a couple um, of weeks. And then it got to the point where someone couldn't get on the bus because they were the bus didn't stop because the goat was in the bus shelter and they didn't get in the bus shelter to hail down the bus and they were doing it from outside the bus shelter and the bus stop driver didn't that. stop because they weren't following the protocol. So good. <laughs> oh, I was love that just to get. Yeah, well, well, Wales. Well, oh, Thank sorry. you. How dare you? How dare I? Um, but you're the lion, yeah. Good, good animal story. Maybe we just have a second animal stories. I know. I think, and if you've got good animal stories, get in touch with us. U O K U K underscore. And actually, when I saw this and I saw the Madagascar stuff, I mm. had to say, I can only do one impression in the world, and it's King Julian from Madagascar. Let's um, leave today's episode. Can with, you do any impressions? Uh, for another time. I'm not great at them. Okay. But I'll I'll think of one. I've never listened to it back, but in my head it sounds amazing. But I also thought that about me doing opera, and I did listen back, and I can't. <laughs> so I don't know, but I've been told it's quite good. So it's Sasha Baron Cohen. Okay, and I'm well, going to leave you with my favourite uh, scene. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. And Ollie... introduce me, please, Sasha. Um, uh, What's the character? Um, King Julian, the Nima. Oh, okay, and to play us off tonight, welcome to the stage, King. What's his name? Julian. Julian. King Julian the Lever, as played by Ollie Silby. And Sash Franco. And Sash Franco. Thank you very much, Will. Absolutely amazing. I'm so happy to be here. I've got a new crown. It's got a gecko on it. Go, gecko, go. Okay, so they're just a bunch of pansies. So you come <laughs> over, and I'll actually also do the other characters in the mod. I like him, I like him, you hate him, I like him. No, shut up, it's so annoying, Ollie. So what we do is, we go to a volcano, we sacrifice, we throw in a few more... Okay, I think I'll probably do it.
You're K, 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 you're K,